Welcome to this, the next edition of our daily devotions coming to you from Church of the Palms in Sarasota, Florida. We're always happy to have you join us and we hope you will feel free to share these reflections on God's word with those that you know and love. Let's pause for a moment of prayer. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Our scripture lesson today comes from first Revelation chapter 15 verses 1 through 8. Hear the word of God. Then I saw another portent in heaven, great and amazing, seven angels with seven plagues, which are the last, for with them the wrath of God is ended. And I saw what appeared to be a sea of glass mixed with fire. And those who had conquered the beast and its image and the number of its name standing beside the sea of glass with harps of God in their hands. And they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. Great and amazing are your deeds, Lord God, the Almighty. Just and true are your ways, King of the nations. Lord, who will not fear and glorify your name? For you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship before you, for your judgments have been revealed. And after this, I looked, and the temple of the tent of witness in heaven was opened, and out of the temple came the seven angels with the seven plagues, robed in pure bright linen with golden sashes across their chests. And then one of the four living creatures gave the seven angels seven golden bowls full of the wrath of God, who lives forever and ever. And the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power. And no one could enter the temple until the seven plagues of the seven angels were ended. Our second lesson comes from Paul's letter to the Romans, the 12th chapter, beginning with the ninth verse. Hear the word of God. Paul writes and says, Let love be genuine, hate what is evil, hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection, outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal, be ardent in spirit, serve the Lord, rejoice in hope, be patient in suffering, persevere in prayer, contribute to the needs of the saints, extend hospitality to strangers. Bless those who persecute you and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If it is possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourself. But leave room for the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. No, if they're thirsty, give them something to drink. Or if they, for by doing this, you will heap burning coals on their heads. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, earlier this week, on Monday, we were in an earlier part of the book of Revelation talking about the word of God that was both sweet and bitter and how the good news can be both good news and bad news. 
that for us the good news is really good when we're in touch with our own brokenness, our own sin, our own incompleteness without God, so that when God comes with God's grace and reconciling spirit, it's the best news. Not only the best news to, the, to us, but it's also the best news to the world that wishes to play by its own rules, dog eat dog, but God, good news nevertheless. Now, we're in a chapter of Revelation now that talks about the wrath of God, seven angels with seven bowls filled with the wrath of God that unleashes the seven plagues upon the earth. It's not too much of a leap from here to think of all the bad in the world and that might it be just a manifestation of the wrath of God, that God is exacting his revenge upon us for the bad news of our brokenness. I even heard a politician recently blame a recent mass shooting which left over a dozen dead on the wrath of God. That God was getting us back for something wrong that we did or believed. It's hard to, though to connect that train of thought to the ministry of Jesus. When John the Baptist announces the arrival of Jesus, he warns us of the wrath to come, but it doesn't take long for us to realize that Jesus is here in part to redefine for us that very wrath. God comes to us in Jesus Christ and lives for us a godly life, and two things happen as a result of that. First, God in Christ lives a life, sets a standard for living, the abundant life that he calls it, a life of love and mercy and grace and healing and gentleness and hard teaching, and he makes clear the boundaries of this good life, that if we choose to stay within these boundaries, we will be participating in this good life. But if we stray past those boundaries, we will reap other consequences. We live less than the good life and we suffer for it. Amanda, Brittany, and I have raised and bred a few dogs over the years, and during a good stretch of that time, we had an invisible fence and underground wire that surrounded our property connected to a transmitter on our dog's collar. The wire would send a little relatively harmless shock to the dog if it ventured past this boundary. You spend a few weeks training the dog with flags so that they know not to venture too close to the wire. You let them experience just once the, the mild shock and then you train them how to run away from the boundary. And you do all this, of course, because outside the boundary is an uncertain and dangerous world, speeding cars and nefarious characters and animals that are, are angry. And, and, and should they take it upon themselves to leave home, they visit then upon themselves the wrath of their choice. So Jesus shows us this good life, the life of staying home with God and our straying from him that brings upon us the wrath of the wrong life. The second thing Jesus does in his redefinition of the wrath of God is that he shows us that the true nature of God is this God who comes to us in Jesus Christ. And that God in Christ, facing himself, the wrath of the world, the brokenness and meanness of the world, takes that wrath and brokenness upon himself. The Lamb of God who takes upon himself the sin of the world. The love of God who assumes the punishment that we should have been given ourselves. He humbles himself, Paul says, and takes on the form of a slave and becomes obedient unto death, even death on a cross makes me think of the story, I think I've told this before, when I was in high school and I was messing around with a bunch of my friends over at the church where my father was the pastor and the church was directly across the street from our house and the church, the church manse and we were messing around outside the church and the church was locked and our youth director was gone and I decided that I'd be cool and show off to all my friends 
how I could get into the church by climbing up through one of the first floor windows. So I leapt up to grab the ledge of the window, not paying any attention to my swinging feet, that managed to kick the basement window inside the window well, shattering it. Oh dear, I instinctively thought to myself, I know one thing, I shouldn't have been doing this, I shouldn't have been messing around, shouldn't have been showing off, and I shouldn't have been trying to get inside this locked building, and all that I knew in an instant. And I also anticipated something else, the wrath of God, or should I say the wrath of my father. Now my father very seldom got angry, but he could show his disappointment to be sure. So I did the only logical thing I could think of. I attempted to cover up the crime. My friends and I decided to gather up some rocks and throw them through the broken window to make it look like some random and vicious vandals had done it and, and not my father's cherubic son. And furthermore, I would in the morning casually just mention to my father that I had noticed that it looked like someone had broken the window because of course the culprit never points out the crime, thus he would never assume it was me. So I did all this with my father the next morning and he went over and he investigated the scene of the crime and then said nothing to me the rest of the day. I asked him later if what he thought might have happened and he said you know, he wasn't quite sure and, and then sure enough this sense of guilt began to descend upon me. This guilt over this breach between me and my dad that I had brought about by my, by my dishonesty. Well, sure enough, a few hours of this self-imposed wrath and I couldn't take it any longer, so I confessed. And as I confessed, I saw on my father's face this wry smile. And I asked him, well, why the wry smile? And he said, well, that he had known that I had done it about five words into my cover-up and that he was proud of me for, for, for confessing and eventually telling me the truth and that maybe all this was worth it for the lesson that it might have taught me. And oh, by the way, he said, start counting out your paper route money because you're paying for the window. My father's grace and love and patience taught me something about a different understanding of the wrath of God. Paul in Romans teaches us to do the same. If your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they're thirsty, give them something to drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on their heads. Do not over be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. God kills the world with kindness, doesn't he? And he invites us to do the very same thing. Let us pray. Oh God, we know that you have this great plan for our lives and we know that so often we visit upon ourselves all the pain and the disappointment and the wrath of our living a less than desirable life. And so we ask, O oh God, that we may seek to surrender ourselves to your great plan for how we, were, how we are to live and that we may enjoy the great bounty you intend for us and so avoid the wrath of our own doing. This we pray in Jesus' name, amen.